0: You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. So sorry for this episode delay. Super busy week. You know, I'm balancing a lot right now, but you know, podcasts will be up. So here we are a day late, but she's still here. The topic is still topicking and we're going to get through this episode, baby. So since the last time I saw Beyonce's Renaissance film, as you probably know, if you follow me on socials, which you should be. What the hell? Anyway, I saw Beyonce's renaissance film and it is the most amazing film I've ever seen. Obviously, because I'm a huge Beyonce fan, as you all know, but also it just shows you how her brain and mind work and why she's so iconic. And for me, it's a movie that I think that everyone should see because she's a celebrity that we will never have again. Like that idea of having a Michael Jackson or having a Beyonce is not ever going to happen again, just because of the fact of social media, how fast celebrities, you know, go up and then go down, how, how fast songs come and go. Like we just don't have the same capacity to have a superstar. Like the last one that is, you know, younger is Taylor Swift that's it. Like, we're not going to, I don't personally think we're really going to see mega stars. We might get stars that can sell at a stadium, but I mean, the impact that we've seen with like a MJ, a Beyonce, a Taylor Swift, I don't, I just don't know or think we will get that again. But anyway, this film, I think everyone should see it just because of that purpose alone. Just seeing such a superstar, seeing how her brain works, seeing how The things that go into a a stadium world tour was incredible. Like, I was shook to my core. And it was funny, like, having scenes of her family in blue and the kids talking. Just 10 out of 10. It literally has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for a reason. Like, it's that girl. And I feel like it's going to win awards next award season because it was so good. So I advise all of you to watch it. Another update, I went to Pilates and Legree. Well, it's not in Legree. I went to Legree, but I'm going to call it call it Pilates because it just sounds cuter because I'm trying to be in my Pilates princess era. And the reason why I tried it was because – well, I've done it before, but the reason why I wanted to get back into it is because I have not been to the gym in a couple weeks Um, just because, you know, trying to – oh, I talked about this last week, just trying to get in the schedule of things, of work and all of that. But I wanted to, you know, start waking up at 7 Go to the gym and then get ready for work. <sighs> I have not actually done that yet, besides when I went to Pilates. So I've been waking up around that time, but not getting up and going to the gym. So I was like, okay, I need to maybe start off by going to a class so that I can get into the rhythm of getting up and working out. And then maybe I will, you know, be like, okay, cool. I can do this and start going to work out by myself again, like at the gym. Because I know how to work out, I know what to do. It's not that. It's just like actually doing it. So I signed up for a Pilates class, and when I tell you guys that kicked my ass, kicked my ass, like I wore this cute little sweater thing, like ballet sweater thing, going there thinking, okay, I'll take it off once I warm up, which will be, you know, maybe like 10 minutes. We did that first move, which was like this plank thing on the machine. I had to get out of the plank to take off the sweater because it was that hard and hot. Like... I realized that maybe I should have went to the gym for, like, a couple days before I went to the Legree class because just jumping back into working out after, like, two weeks and going into Legree was really hard. But that class sucks. And that, like, like it's just so hard. It was so hard. I was dying the entire time. My legs were shaking. I was literally shaking, like, shaking, shaking on that reformer but it's a really good workout. The next day I felt like I got hit by a truck. It was hard to sit, hard to use the bathroom, which means it's working. So I signed up for a sixth class pass. So obviously I still have to go five more times. I committed to that. And then after that, I think I want to try a different studio just to see. But I do want to be in my Pilates era because the bodies that come out of Pilates are chef's kiss. And I really feel like those like hit workouts are cool every once in a while. But for me, like, it was a thorn off my, my, my levels, my balance, like, my, my body, and sometimes that causes you to gain weight, it depends, like, I'm not saying that hit causes you to gain weight, I'm saying that certain type of workouts can make your levels, like, you un- like, your body unbalanced, especially for women, that can just cause, like, extra stress on your body, so, you know, if you are working out a lot, and you're wondering, like, oh, why is it, like, not working in this way, like, that's something that you can definitely look into, but, I find that movements like Pilates or walking on the treadmill and walking incline and moving slower or just like at that kind of pace has really has really helped with my body and especially like my body goals is to be like lean but then have muscle, you know? So it really depends on what you're looking for or even if you're just going for just to move your body alone and not think of the body goals, whatever you're working out for. I think Pilates is a great workout, but the shit was hard as hell, just so you know. It's not all cute, like TikTok tried to make it seem. Like TikTok really be having the girlies with their cute little sets on and the, the videos and nah, it's not cute. You could be cute, but it's not, the workout ain't cute, it's hard. All right, so I recently went to my first work holiday party and honestly, even getting dressed for it, I was like, ah! this is so cute. I called my mom on the way there and I was like, I'm going to my work holiday party. Like how cute is that? It just gives corporate baddie. Like I've always seen friends or people that, you know, work in the corporate world have, you know, their holiday party and it was my time to shine. Okay. So it was really fun. Like, obviously I don't know a lot of people when it comes to like the entire company, but I do, you know, know the girls in the marketing department and the hosts and stuff. So we had fun and, And last but not least for my updates, I'm going to New York City next week. I am so excited. I've talked about this before, but it's just getting closer and closer. I'm getting the itinerary ready to go cuz I'm trying to have it organized. Like, you know when I talked about how organized Chloe's bachelorette party to a to like to a tea. It was so organized from the finances to exactly what we were doing each day, where we where we were eating, all of that just because Obviously, it's a bachelorette party and there's a lot of girls, so it needs to be organized. But that, that's what made it so much fun. And I talked about that an entire episode about, like, planning out a party, an event, a bachelorette party, how to do it, whatever. So I'm trying to do that same thing for this trip just because, you know, we're only there for some days and I want to make the most out of it. And I know Alex wants to have a day in Brooklyn because that's where he was born and raised. And I know that all the things that I want to do is in Manhattan. The people that were going to be around live in Manhattan. So you know, just making sure everything's planned accordingly. But if you have any recommendations, especially that are Christmas vibes or like really cute dinners or cafes or whatever, please let me know. Like if you have a number, shoot me a text or if not, shoot me a DM because I'm looking for cute restaurants, breakfast, lunch, and dinner to go to any coffee shops, um, any like dessert spots, just anything to do because I'm still on the hunt for that. But I'm going to be solidifying that pretty soon. But yeah, we go to New York next week and I'm so excited to be there for the holidays. Also, everything is so expensive. New York City calm down. Calm down now. Like I looked up ho- hotels are literally like 400-500 a night. Yeah, 400-500 a night. Like don't forget it's it's the United States time. Like what why is that expensive? And then I was curious to see the comparison to LA. Why could you get a cheaper room like at the Ritz-Carlton in LA than at New York City at a random hotel right now? Illegal. I think it's just because obviously it's the Christmas season. Everybody and their mama want to go to New York City for Christmas. So, it you know, they make the prices super expensive. So, yeah. Um, I did find this code called Traveling Sonia for 40% off at the Arlo Nomad Hotel. So if you are going to New York City anytime soon, use that code Sonia or look it up on TikTok because I was like 40% off. Damn, girl. All right, so for this episode, you know, as we get closer to 2024 and before we start writing our vision boards and goals for the new year, we need to talk about what we are absolutely not and what we won't be bringing into the new year, okay? Like, we need to get our shit together, point blank, period. We're all getting older, no matter what age you are right now. The facts is that you're getting older. And that means that you have to, you have to you know, set some clear boundaries about what you want and don't want in your life. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the younger you start this, the better you are in the future. I feel like a lot of people figure this out a little bit too late by sending, um, they, they figure out setting boundaries a little bit too late. And then they've let all these toxic relationships or people or mindsets and habits into their life because they have not set that boundary of what they're not going to be bringing with them each day or bringing with them into the new year. And I wanted to do this episode before we start making our vision boards because, you know, we're getting closer to that episode and we're going to be trying to manifest and get all the things we want this next year. So I'm going to give you some things that I am not bringing into 2024, and I think you should follow this list too, and then also I have your submissions of what you're not bringing in. So thank you for all of those, and let's get to it. So my first thing that I'm not bringing into 2024 is being afraid of the cringe, okay? Like, I've seen that topic a lot, I would say over the past two years on TikTok, and especially this topic comes when people are aspiring to be influencers or content creators or really think anything in the entertainment. Um, being afraid of being cringy is what people what stops people. You're afraid of what people think. You're afraid of you're afraid of looking a certain way. And to be an influencer, to be a content creator, to be anything when you're in the phases of trying to do it, it will be cringy to people. If you are trying to be an actress, that means you're going to a bunch of castings, you're, you know, trying to show yourself, you're trying to, you're you're showing yourself on social media a certain way, like, it can feel cringy because you haven't so-called made it yet. And everything is cringy until you're at the top. Everything is cringy until you're making mad money from it. Like, everyone's going to always have something to say or think, oh, they're doing this, until it's, wow, oh, they're doing this, and then they find themselves bragging about you because you've, you done made it, you know what I mean? So... For me, like I feel like I've gotten a lot better of, at this this past year, um, just because I've seen like growth and success. So then that makes you have more confidence of being you're not afraid to be quote, quote unquote cringy because you're like well it's working. So really fuck y'all, you know what I mean. Um, So but I want to take that energy to a, the next level of like truly not being afraid of being so called cringy and like if you have your camera ha- if you have your camera out have your camera out. It's 2024. Everyone has seen a damn camera before. It's not cringy to record yourself, to capture memories, to do whatever you want with that footage, whether it's posting or making a scrapbook. Like, that's not cringy. The thing is, people are, so, people are not scared to do things. People are scared to look like they're trying. And I've seen that topic talked about on TikTok, and I love it because it's so freaking true. You're afraid to look like you're trying to do something because you're afraid to fail at trying to do that. That's all that is. So once we take out that middleman of being afraid to look like we're trying, everything comes a lot easier. And when you think about it, it's so crazy that we're afraid to look like we're trying because everyone is trying every single day. You're trying to survive. You're trying to make this bread. You're trying to be a goat coworker. You're trying to be a good employee. You're always trying to be something, trying to do something. So why is it when someone is trying to follow their dreams, now people are like, oh, that's cringy. Oh, that's weird. No, you're just accustomed to not doing that, wherever your circumstances are. Obviously, it depends on how you grew up. It depends on who you grew up with, your parents, if they instill in you that you can do anything that you put your mind to. It depends on your finances. Do you have the ability to even think have a, a mindset that allows you to think further for yourself, or are you you know so down bad that all you can think about is how you're gonna keep the lights on? Like those are there's a lot of different variables as to why someone doesn't have a mindset of why they feel like they can't do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, whatever those person's circumstances are, that that has nothing to do with you. You should feel like you can do everything that you want to do, and don't let someone else dictate you going after your dreams or dictate you trying. Don't feel cringe because you're trying to do something. Because, oh my God, I saw this, I saw this clip on TikTok, this girl, oh, what's her name? Um, Justine's camera roll on TikTok. I follow, follow her. And she said, basically she said, like, why are you scared to try? Because even if you fail, all you're going to do is be doing the same thing that you're already doing right now. So like worst case scenario, you're in the same spot. <laughs> And when she said that, I was like, that is so true. Like, you are so scared to fail and mess up and not be successful. But even if you do mess up and fail, you're going to be at the same exact spot and location that you are at right now at the beginning. So might as well try. All right, number two, things I'm not bringing into 2024, thinking my appearance doesn't matter. Or, okay, I'll take it back. Growing up, My parents always had me looking cute to the nines. Like, my mom did not play. I had nail polish on to match my outfits. She would literally change my nail polish, my toe polish, to match my outfits of elementary school, like, every day. And my teachers would wait at the door to see what color my outfit and my nails would be. Like, I was born to be an it girl. Like, these are just facts. I always wear lip gloss. I always had my earrings. I'll never forget this story. One time I forgot my earrings, and I had my hair in a little bun because I had dance class after. I forgot my earrings at home. My mom went home, brought me some hoop earrings. And when I came back from recess, the little gold hoops were on my desk. Like (laughs) saying it out loud is so freaking funny. I live for that. But basically I was always raised to like look put together, have the cutest little outfits. Even like, you know, I talked about during Halloween and my Halloween outfits were chef's kiss. Like I was always raised to look like that and, you know, care about my appearance. And then as I got older, And especially when I moved, like, to California, and I think it's just about getting complacent in life, honestly, I just did not care. Like, walking out the house with my hair looking any type of way, outfit looking a mess, just looking a hot freaking mess all the time. And I will say some of that had to do with because, you know, working at Disney as a dancer, our costumes, our wigs, our makeup are at work so we change there. So, of course, going into work, I have workout clothes on. Like, we have sweats on and we don't wear makeup because we're about to put it on there. And then we get off our shift. We have to take off all our makeup, take off our wig. Under our wig, our hair is sweaty. You you know, you take off your makeup with a baby wipe and you put your sweats back on and you go home. So your whole day, you look a mess. So that a lot of that, because that became my constant routine, that spilled over into like my actual life on my day to day. I'm like, okay, well, who cares? I always have to look like this anyway. So, and then on top of that, it's who you surround yourself with too. If all of my friends are working at Disney and we're all having the same mindset of, well, we're only going to work and we have to wear sweatpants and change when we get there, then you're only around people that are only dressing and looking a certain way too. Like, so of course that just, you're a product of who you're around. And so for a long time, I just really did not care. And Alex, he he is always put together. Like even when he, he goes, he works at Disney too. And even when he's there, he gets up in the morning after working out, he gets dressed. He always has an actual outfit on. He's putting on his jewelry, his necklace, his earrings, his watch. Every day you will not catch Alex not dressed. Like he gets off of work. He showers at work. He After he gets dressed, he puts back on his earrings, necklaces, even if he's just coming home and knowing he's going to stay in for the night. When he leaves Disney, he is back dressed in what he came in. So if he were to do something after work, he would be ready to go. So I've always, like, looked up to that in a way because I'm like, okay, like, you are like, no matter what, I'm getting dressed because I'm a grown person and I'm waking up and I'm getting dressed like I should be. I feel like more recently have been really getting into that and knowing how important it is to be put together. And I get that we live in a society that really glamorizes. Oh, I just like to stay in the house. I don't like to go out. It really glamorizes. Oh, I'm so lazy. I just wake up and put anything on. And that is fine because you don't have to get dressed all the time. I'm not saying that I'm not about to hit up Target in sweats and a sloppy bun. Like what? That's just life. That's realistic. You know, especially if you're a parent too, like that's a whole different part of life that makes you, you know, feel like you can't get dressed or you don't have the time, etc. So I do get that there's other variables, but I'm saying for the most part, getting out of the mindset that, getting out of the mindset of glorifying not being put together. Because let me tell you this, and one of my friends, Kim, posted this on her story from a girl that talked about on TikTok, about especially for black women, it's different. Like you, your appearance does matter and people will judge you off of your appearance and the opportunities that you get will vary based off your appearance and you know for black women it's a whole different thing just because i mean we'll have to go into that but like that same idea that same idea still applies to everyone i promise you the opportunities that you will get from looking put together because think about it like people want to interact with people that look a certain way people want to interact with people are attracted to pretty things and I'm not even talking about like you having to be a pretty person personally because that is all, you know, subjective. But looking attractive, having an outfit on, having a little bit of makeup on, having lip gloss and just ha- having your hair slicked back, having your hair done, whatever it is. Like not just walking out with a sloppy bun or with wet hair or with sweats and looking like you rolled out of bed. You are going to be treated differently versus a person that got dressed. And if you want a certain life, then you're going to have to get dressed, period. I'm not about to, like, sugarcoat it and act like, well, it shouldn't matter. Well, it does. So you can either live in reality or you can live in delusion. And although I like to live in delusion, I also like to live in reality because I want to be successful and I will have certain goals for myself. But dressing the part helps a lot. Someone who I also look up to who does this is my friend Andrea. She is always dressed. Like if she's out, she's dressed, she has her makeup on. And honestly, it takes her like 10 minutes to do my makeup, her makeup insane. Like I take it takes me about like 15 minutes to put on the easiest beat ever. I could probably I could actually do it in 10. So taking that extra extra 10 minutes to put on like skin moisture skin tinted moisturizer, lip gloss, mascara, and fill in my brows and some blush, I'm gonna take that 10 minutes now to look to look the part and she is always dressed always cute and i've always admired that because people also view her a certain way in a positive light and she talks about that of how she has gotten opportunity because of that because how people how people perceive you so basically this next year i want to continue what my mindset is right now but continue in, into it into 2024 and you know not bringing with me thinking that my parents doesn't matter because more recently, I've been getting dressed, and I know it has to do with me. Even before that, my my mindset has shifted. Like, I had already been trying to get dressed more. Even if it was a lazy girl outfit, at least it was a matching set with some cute kicks. My hair was slicked in a bun. Baby hair is brushed out. Lip gloss. Like, at least it was that, bare minimum. Or a cute workout set and lip gloss. You know, like, just trying to give something, even if I'm not wearing an actual, actual outfit. Um, My mindset has shifted a while ago, but now since I'm working and every day I have to, you know, look cute and I'm getting cute in all these clothes during my shows and all of that, it has only inspired me to want to keep doing that. And then all the girls in the office, like any, anybody that works in a marketing team, you'll notice like everybody dresses so cute. They have like superb style. So that's also inspiring. Like now I'm around people that are always having to dress up, which is really fun. So, you know, I have been obsessed with looking cute and it just makes me it just makes me feel put together, makes me feel confident and when you feel confident, you take on the day in a different confident way. And then also I'm just ready for the day. I get off work and the world is my oyster because I'm already dressed looking cute. So that was kind of a long um a long one, but I had a lot to say about that one. Number 3, things I'm not bringing into 2024, lack of consistency in all parts of my life. Yes. So I've learned especially this year that consistency is key. That word that idea has always been true since the beginning of time, but I feel like you don't really recognize it until you recognize it. And you don't recognize it until you start seeing results in whatever field or whatever thing whatever you're trying to do. If you're trying to lose weight, you will you will see the under you will understand the importance of consistency once you start seeing that weight loss. You know, because you see it. Like seeing is believing. That's just how our brain works. Um, so I want to not bring the lack of consistency. I've seen it this year play out great when I've been consistent. Um I hit my goal of weight loss and more from being consistent. I reached numbers on my social media from being consistent. You know, like those are all things that I had on my vision board for 2023 and I hit those because of consistency. So I really learned this year how important that is and I want to carry that into 2024, but even more so cuz I still have things to work on. I'm still not the most consistent person. Um, I still want to, order some examples, you know, go to the gym more and not take these two-week breaks when I don't have to, you know, like things like that. So, you know, there are still things I want to work on with being consistent, even with the podcast and my own personal career stuff. So taking the lack of consistency out of my life in 2024, not that it's not going to happen again because we're not perfect, okay, but just trying harder. Number four, I am not bringing financial irresponsibility into 2024, okay? Uh, that was, like, a big goal for me for this year is, like, to not be a broke-ass bitch. (laughs) Um, and for this next year, especially as I have this, a new full-time job, baby, and she's giving rich dollars. (laughs) Not really, but I'm feeling like a rich girl, okay? So let me just be delusional. Anyway, especially if I have, especially now that I have this new full-time job, I still have my other jobs, making money in social media, making money with modeling, like whatever. Like I know like this year, this 2024 year is going to be just filled with funds and coins and dollar bills. Okay. And so I need to be financially responsible. I have not been over like for literally the past rest of my life, honestly, just because it's like YOLO. I don't even know, but I want to be financially responsible where I'm like, actually know what's going on. So like having a budget and like being very clear what's going in and what's going out. Um, knowing, you know, high yield savings accounts and hiring a tax person to help me with tax season and, um, having, you know, putting aside savings for taxes since a lot of the stuff is contract at work and things like that. So just not being financially irresponsible because that's not cute. Like it's not cute. I will forever be a girl math, you know, buying things because they're on sale and doing what I want. Of course, like that's not going to change. I already know, of course, in a responsible way, but I'm not saying financially responsible. Like I'm just going to be like such a stickler of what I'm doing, but I do want to see where everything's going, you know, like to the last dollar. Number five, things I'm not bringing into 2024, people who can't see more for themselves. So, as you guys know, I am someone that is very delusional of, like, what my life can be. I, it's not delusion, I like, I just like to use that word because it's fun, but it's not delusion because I have proven to myself I've worked for everything I have, I have always worked hard, I've done this stuff since I was little, so, like, it's not, success is not something that I would be shocked, that I'm shocked by ever, like, that to me is just a given because that's just the way life is supposed to be set up for me. And like, that, I just know that. But delusion, like I'm a delusional person. I just know what's going to come into my life. I speak it. Even if it's not coming, I still speak it. You have to be delusional, right? So when you're around people that can't see more for themselves, it, it can kind of like spill into you because you're around, you become who you're around. And I just don't want to be around people that You know, are super complacent or can't visualize more for themselves. You know, and there's different levels to that. Like, okay, when you're in entertainment, you're always shooting for something more. So that's why it's fun to be around people that are in the same industry as you, just because everyone is good is working towards goals no matter what. Even if you're at the top, you're still working towards the next one. That's just kind of how entertainment works. So if you find yourself you're around people that they're set in their career and they don't necessarily have a next career goal that's okay. I'm not saying that I don't want to be around you. I'm just saying that I would still want to be around people that have, that see more for themselves in other ways. If that's like wanting to be a healthier version of themselves, or if that's wanting to have more fun a little bit, or just bettering themselves. Like I want to be around people that are not so complacent that in this early age of our life, in our twenties and thirties or whatever, you're just okay with being this exact same person for the rest of your life. Like that to me is odd. I don't know. That's odd. So, all right. So that is my list because I have to get into yours. I don't want this episode to be super, super long. I asked you guys the same question. What are things that you won't be bringing into 2024? So let's get it popping. The first one is self-doubt. Yes. Which we've definitely covered a little bit, but yeah, self-doubt, not bringing that. We don't have time for that anymore. Like that's not cute. It's it's tired. It's so tired not believing in yourself. Like, that is so ill. That's so 2023. We're not bringing that into 2024. Like, stop doing that. Next one, being lazy and not focusing on my mental and physical health as much as I should. Yes, that lack of consistency. Not bringing that into 2024. Next one, I'm not bringing poverty into 2020. <laughs> I'm not bringing poverty into 2024. I know that's right. Like, No no, 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 no. Like we got to, we got to think, we got to think big. What's that TikTok? That video? It's like, you think it's small. You got to think big, bitch. You got to think big. And we think in big money over here. Next one, I'm not bringing these love handles into 2024. <laughs> I <sighs> am not bringing exes, toxic vibes, and doubting, doubting myself vibes into 2024. Yeah, no exes. No, 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 no. If you have a toxic ex, They're out. They're out. You don't need any more closure conversations. The closure was the entire relationship because the entire relationship was trash. So you don't need to have a closure conversation. No more. You don't need to have a closure conversation because the closure conversation was the breakup. What are you still talking about? (laughs) We're done with it, okay? It's not cute to be in a toxic relationship. No matter how many times you hear it on the internet, no matter how many times you hear it in a rap song, no matter how many times you hear it, it's not cute to be in a toxic relationship. It's crusty and dusty. So we're bringing, we're leaving that in 2024. We're leaving those that mindset in 2024. Because, hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you want to stay in a toxic relationship, you're going to have a toxic life and you're not going to be as successful as you want to be. You are hindering yourself by being with that man, being with that girl. You're hindering yourself because... The energy you bring into your circle, whether it's your friendship, your family, your relationship, if those are bad, you're not going to thrive personally the way you want to because those people are bringing you down. So you can stay with that toxic man if you want to. Just know you also going to be ain't shit too. Next one, I'm not bringing negative people into my life. Yeah, we're done with negative people. Like negative people, you're so tired, so tired. Like I, I get, I'm not like a, I don't like the toxic positivity, you know, if things aren't meant to be positive at that moment, like let people feel obviously, but negative people are just a different breed. Like I need to be around glass half full type of people because when you're just glass half empty, it's really, it, it, it's annoying. And the thing is like me and Alex are very different in that. Like I'm a, I'm very glass half full and he's like more glass half empty. And we work on that because I, I'd be just like, okay, like it's not that deep let's move on. It's not that serious. Like you're thinking too deep about it and you're like making it go into like, you're now you're doubting yourself and you're like, I'm not good enough. I'm not this. Like the self-deprecation is tired. We have to stop doing that. And I don't mean to come across like, it's like, I'm not trying to be annoyed, but it's, it's a little bit annoying because I feel like I work, I work hard to be someone that's positive and to think about myself a certain way. It's a choice to do that. And when people constantly choose to just doubt themselves, choose to have toxic relationships, choose to have bad people around them, choose to self-deprecate, I get, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, you could do that by yourself in the corner, but don't bring that over here. (laughs) Like, sorry. And just negative people always have something to say. Always have something to say. Like, you look cute. They're like, where are you going? Why, Why are you dressed like that? Aren't you cold? Girl, you could be in your sloppy bun and sweats over there and I'm gonna be over here and looking cute. Next one, I'm not bringing the extra inches around my waistline to 2024. (laughs) I know, I feel like that's like so many people's goals. Next one, I'm not bringing humbleness into 2024. I know that's right. And let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you who this submission's coming from because, you know, I will be knowing who's writing in, obviously. Usually, you know, I keep it anonymous, but I'm not keeping this one anonymous because this is my bestie, Sam. She wrote in and said she's not, you know, she's bringing in humbleness because let me tell you, this girl is starring in a movie. She's starring in a movie on BET Plus that comes out next week, a Christmas movie. It's called Christmas Rescue, and she's the literal star of the movie, the main character. So I've known Sam for 10 years. We went to Miss Teen USA together, and her goal has always been to be an actress. And at this moment, like, she's made it. Like, she's done the thing. She's done it. She's starring in a movie. Like, that's actually insane. And growing up, always watching B... I always watching BET and BET Christmas films. Like, that's, like, a staple in Black families. And so now I cannot wait to watch her in this movie. I'm going to be, like, grinning, crying, laughing, throwing up, gagging. Because, like, watching... Like, what? Watching your friend on the TV as the main character insane so she says she's not bringing humbleness and the thing about her like she's a humble person she does not mean this in a way that like she's going to be you know in a negative way but in a positive way there's a way you know like not you can be humble that's totally fine but the thing is when people are humble it's too humble you don't give yourself enough credit and you sometimes can let people underestimate you and let people walk over you because you're you're being too humble Sometimes you got to check a bitch and let them know that you're that girl and don't ever think you could talk to me or look at me crazy because ain't nothing humble about me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to go there. And so I agree with that. Like I think everyone should, you know, leave humbleness into 2023 because the more you're not humble about yourself, the more you don't play about yourself, the the quicker you're going to get to the goals, the quicker you're going to get to the life that you want to get. Because these top people are not humble. They're not. They, they might give you this sweet girl persona on social media. Beyonce's a prime example. Beyonce is very sweet and humble of how she, how, when she, how she speaks to us, how her mannerisms are. But song after song, she has told us that she is not humble and she is that girl. Okay? So don't get confused with that. You know, like, it's okay to not be humble. Of course, be humble in a nice way of, like, you don't have to be, Mean to people or looking down at people because they're not at your level, or you feel like they're not at your level, or whatever the case may be. But you also do not need to be humble to the point where you are trying to lower yourself so that way you can like fit in the rooms of people like that. You know, like you don't need to lower yourself so you feel like you can talk to people that, you know, are not on the same path as you. Like, don't be that humble. So I love that. We're not bringing humbleness. We're, we're not bringing humbleness into 2024. We're not bringing negativity, if someone wrote in. We're not bringing comparison. Yes, comparison, as we know, is a thief of joy. So yeah, comparison is a thief of joy. If anything, just I like to admire people from even if even if it's from afar. I'm like, yes, I want that. She has that and I can do that too. It's not I want that and I need that and I deserve that more. Like that's where you know, or 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 she has that and I want that and I just can't get it because I'm not her. That is the bad type of comparison. Next we have, I'm not settling in 2024. Yep, we're not procrastinating in 2024. <laughs> she said, I'm lying, but delusion is truth. Yes, y'all know that. It's like my number one saying, delusion is truth. I will have that on merch one day in the future because delusion is truth. <laughs> and last but not least, we have, I am not bringing these trials and tribulations into 2024. That one killed me because I feel like that wraps up everything of like, (laughs) you're not bringing, you're not bringing none of this yada, yada, yada into 2024. We're done with it. So that was all the things that I and you are not bringing into 2024. I really want you to sit down and think about that, especially if you really want it to be super intentional this year. Um, like for me, you know, I write my vision board, I write my future letter to myself and all those things. But before you do that, I think it's kind of cool to write out a list of what you don't want to have in 2024. So it's going to make writing that list of what you do want to have a little bit easier. So I hope this episode helped you even realize what you don't want to bring into the next year, um, and all of that. So for Imani's final thoughts, overall, the gist of dear Imani and this podcast is putting yourself first. You know, kind of going back into the root of the podcast, my name Imani means faith, my middle name Nia means purpose, and having faith in that purpose, you know, and part of that journey is really putting yourself first. So I think the gist of this entire episode is that in in 2024, you want to put yourself first. When you think of all of the submissions and the, and the and what I wrote too, everything has to do with putting yourself first. Even the the funny ones of like, I don't want to bring these love handles into 2024, that means that requires you to, you know, clean up your diet. Maybe that requires you to move your body a little bit more and go to the gym, go on walks, whatever. But that requires you to put yourself first. If you had a, if you had a submission that said you don't want to bring, you don't want to have toxic friends in 2024, that requires you to cut ties with those kind of friends and put yourself first. So regardless of what the submission was, the root of it was putting yourself first and, I'm going to leave you with that because that is the whole point of this podcast. No matter what, that's always what I'm guiding you guys to do is put yourself first because if you don't do it, everyone else will. You know what I mean? And you don't want to be the last one at the bus stop putting yourself first. (laughs) So that is it for today. Thank you so, so much. Oh, next week at this time when the episode drops, I will be in New York City. So that's going to be super exciting. But anyway, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Please, please rate this podcast five stars. It's super helpful and I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.